Welcome to Adventures in ESL Podcast, a podcast for K-12 ESL teachers who want to learn strategies and tips for planning for their English language learners. I am Millie and I will be your host on this ESL adventure. Welcome everybody, my name is Millie and I am your host of My Adventures in ESL. Today we are going to be discussing how you can use reflections to help you prepare for the new school year. So before we jump into today's topic, I want to welcome all of my all-star ESL teachers. Thank you for showing up and being here. Now every week I love spotlighting and highlighting the teacher's win. But this week, I want to take a moment and say a special thank you to all of the ESL teachers who are advocating and standing up to racism. With the events that are happening against Black people in our country, this is extremely important. So I want to thank you and for everything that you're doing for our students. So today, we are going to be discussing using reflections to prepare for the new year. Now, in our country, we are experiencing a new civil rights movement. The events that are happening against Black people in this country have made me take a deeper look into my teaching practice as a Black educator. Now, I believe that reflection is the key to growth as a teacher, as an individual, as a friend, as a wife, and I am going to be doing that in my personal life, and I'm also going to be doing a lot of reflection in my teaching as well. Now, many times we rush through the school year without taking time to reflect on how we can adjust our instruction. During my first year teaching, my teacher mentor always encouraged me to reflect. Sometimes it can be really difficult because I was so caught up in moving forward that I didn't want to take a moment to say, hey, what were some of the wins? What are some of the highlights of the school year? Now, this is difficult to do sometimes because I really struggle with taking that time to pause. Now, in our Insiders Club for my course, the ESL Teacher Master Plan, I encourage the teachers that I coach to reflect after every single lesson. So right now, today, in this moment, I'm going to share with you my personal reflections for the school year, and I'm also going to be sharing how I plan to use the reflections to prepare for the next school year. The goal of this is, for one, you can actually see how to reflect and how I reflect. And also the goal is for you to learn something from these reflections. Now, there is a freebie attached to this. I included the four reflection questions as a free gift to you all that you can just download, print, copy, however you want to do it, and use it to reflect on your school year. So what I'm going to go ahead and do now is dive into the first question that I asked myself. And that first question was, what was the highlight of your school year? Now, thinking back on the school year, the highlight of my year with my students was finally having that moment where I connected with my students. This year was particularly difficult. One of the reasons why is because I was on FMLA the first part of the school year for about four to five weeks. 
And it wasn't necessarily because the school students had their guards up. These students that I taught this year just needed a lot more time for me to nurture the relationship. I was basing how long it takes to form connections with my students from previous years. And I was so caught up in that that I didn't see immediately that the students that I'm working with this year just needed some more time for me to actually nurture that relationship. Now, this was really special for me because when we finally had that moment, it was after our first field trip together as a class. And I felt like in that moment, we built a connection. I always say there's just something special about taking a field trip that just connects you with the, uh, your students to other teachers. It's just that bond that automatically happens. Now, knowing this, I'm taking this reflection, knowing that I may have these same group of students next year. I know that they're going to need some time, especially after everything that's happening with COVID-19, with the Black Lives Matters protests. I know that they're going to need some time for me to nurture this relationship. And so one of the things that I'm going to do based on that reflection and how I connected to them after the field trips, I'm going to be using the first quarter to take field trips with my students, and if we're doing online teaching, then I'm going to be planning for virtual field trips. I'm also going to be planning for um, um, Skyping other students, for them to um, meet other people, and just really be more intentional and more thoughtful about how I'm building relationships with them the first quarter and give them that time to need to grow. Now, the second question that I asked myself is a two-part question. And it, the first part goes, what are some challenges during the school year? And the second part of that question is, how do I address those challenges if they occur the next school year? Now, thinking back on this school year, some challenges that came up for me during the school year was striking the balance of doing right by the curriculum and doing right by the students. And what I mean by that is, is that the curriculum that we use this school year really needed to be sculpted to support the ELLs in all four domains. So it wasn't pre-made like here are all the four domains and here's how you support your ELLs. You had to be really intentional about how you did it, especially if you're doing daily lessons. And last school year, I was way more intentional about doing that. And it showed, it showed in my students' data. It, it showed in their growth in the classroom. I mean, it really showed because I was way more intentional about it. And at the beginning of this school year, I wasn't as intentional as I should have been because I was just so hyper-focused on what the curriculum was telling me to do. And it's really interesting. Last year, I was like, okay, I am going to definitely do right by my students and I am going to still balance the curriculum. But this year, for some reason, I just really, really struggled with that. And I got so wrapped up in it and I just wasn't being as intentional. And there was this intense amount of pressure to do exactly what the curriculum says. And honestly, it was just an unnecessary pressure I was putting on myself and I was putting on the students. Now this challenge will be at the top of my radar for this upcoming school year. Like right now, 
that is at the top of my mind. I am, when I start planning in a few weeks, I am going to be thinking about that. That is the first thing on my mind. Now, I plan on addressing this challenge by preparing my long-range plans and my daily lesson plans for the upcoming school year in the next few weeks. Now, in my program, the ESL Teacher Master Plan, I coach other amazing ESL teachers to do the exact same thing. Now, this year, I'm doing my long-range plans earlier so I can catch any holes and be more intentional about my instruction. Now, last school year when I was planning, I was really, once again, focused on my classroom management and the structure uh, in my classroom, which I'm still going to be really focused on at this school year. But I'm also going to make sure to have balance. So I'm going to do that classroom management. I'm going to make sure that I have those long range plans, those daily plans ready to go so I can jump into the school year, whether it's virtual learning or whether we are in person or whether it's a hybrid. Like I said, we don't know. So <laughs> it could be either or. So that is how I'm going to be addressing it for the upcoming school year. Now, the third question that I ask myself is, were my lessons this school year student-centered? Now, my lessons throughout the school year were mostly student-centered. Now, if I'm reflecting and I'm being honest with myself, I have to do more student-centered student, student lessons this upcoming school year. I immediately thought of the fact that I had to do a lot of read-alouds to the text for the students. And I do agree that it definitely helps build uh, fluency and hearing a fluent reader is beneficial. But I am thinking about how I can turn this task to a more student-centered task. And one of the ways that I'm going to be doing that is including more activities such as hyperdocs, playlists, and online collaboration, digital escape rooms. So I'm planning for all of those things in my lesson for the upcoming school year. I'm also going to do virtual literature circles. And if you all want to know more about that, I'd be more than happy to share that. But what I'm going to be doing is where the students read a text, they get in the lit circle, they discuss it, and just really make it more student-centered. So that was something I definitely could have worked on for the upcoming school year. But this new school year, that is going to be at the top of my mind and definitely focused on that. Now, the fourth question that I ask myself is, what did you learn from this school year that's going to guide your instruction for the next school year? And honestly, the biggest takeaway that I learned this school year is to be flexible. I'm going to make sure that this upcoming school year that that is at the top of my mind. I'm going to be flexible with the technology. I'm going to be flexible about the circumstances that might happen. So I am a planner and this part is really difficult for me because I want to plan every single aspect of everything. But as I'm going into the new school year, I know that my best tool for success it's being flexible, whether I have to do my lessons in person or whether they can be hybrid lessons. So what I want you to do, if, if you're already at the end of the school year or if you're close to the end of the school year, I want you to kind of do exactly how I did. Take about 15 to 30 minutes to reflect on your school year with your ELLs. 
I want you to be honest and raw about your highs and your lows. As you saw, I was completely honest and completely transparent about my highs and my lows this year. That is how I'm going to grow as an educator. Now, you can use the questions that I provided for you as a guide. You can download those as a guide with your reflection. You can write them down or you can just say them. You can record yourself on audio on your phone, whatever you do to feel comfortable. But just make sure you just get it out in the open and get you a plan going. I'm always an advocate for you writing down your plan. So I want you to do that, but definitely just start off doing whatever you feel comfortable. And then create that plan of action for the new school year. As you can see from my reflection, I'm already planning and getting my action plan ready for the new school year with the curriculum, with student-centered lessons, with building relationships, with creating daily lesson plans. Those are all things that I teach in my course, the ESL Teacher Master Plan. And I'm encouraging you right now to go ahead and start doing those things if you can. So. Here are your next step, your call to action. I want you to first find your quiet place. Think about the school year. Take those questions that you downloaded and complete those four reflection questions. And then create a simple action plan for the upcoming school year. Now, before you go, I just want to pose a question to you. You can email me at millie at myadventures at esl.com. You can join our Facebook community. But I want to know what is your favorite way to reflect on the upcoming school year? So once again, I want to thank you so much for being here. My name is Millie and I will see you all next week. Bye. Thank you for joining me this week on Adventures in ESL. Make sure to visit my website, myadventuresinesl.com for some freebies and special gifts. You can also subscribe to the show so you will never miss an episode. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, I appreciate it if you provide a rating on iTunes so more ESL teachers can learn strategies and tips. Thank you so much for tuning in today. And remember to stay positive and always have high expectations for your English language. See you soon.